joining the 4 a.m. club, is this a myth? Is it magic or is it methodology? And what I'm trying to get at is those of you who are waking up before dawn's booty crack at 4 a.m., 5, 5.30 a.m., and then being really productive with it. Whether you have to or not, because you swear by the fact that if you're up before everybody else, you're going to get the jump on your productivity, on tackling goals, on hitting the gym, whatever it is. And I'm going to go ahead and share with you guys what I think you need to do this week. It's all about changing or looking at our routine. Thank God it's Monday right here on Eagle Killer Motivation. Thanks for joining me. We, as you know, peel back layer after layer after layer of that human condition on Ego Killer Motivation. Looking for sticking points in between. Meanwhile, we're going to give you some actionable, repeatable pieces of advice to help get you on your way. Now, the first thing you all did this morning was you woke up, right? And whether or not you decide, I need five extra minutes to get myself together, or if you're one of those folks that I kind of envy where you're just popping up and you're sprinting towards the bathroom, you're doing the thing. Whether you want to wake up on a Monday or you decide maybe I'm going to phone this one all the way in. Of course, it is TGIM, so we're not letting you phone that in. We're actually going to start off on 10, but there are many who will swear by it for me. Brings me back, and here is what we do on Ego Killer Motivation, a little sparring or fight story. Brings me back to a time that I was cornering Chris the Warrior Washington. Shout out to you, sir. I was over there cornering him, and we all met up at the gym the morning of his what would be his final fight, right? Right before COVID popped off, and the first thing I remember I asked him was, Yo, how did you sleep? And he looked me dead in the face. He's wearing jean shorts. And he goes, how did you sleep? (laughs) I remember I said something to the, I responded with something to the effect of, I I wouldn't have been able to in your shoes (laughs) right there. Here I am supposed to be pumping him up. And I'm like impressed that he was able to get a good night's sleep right there. Because sleep is so vitally important. Not only that, but I was suffering at the time from a whole lot of insomnia that ironically enough, was about to be solved by the pandemic and that break in sleep patterns. So we all know what it is, right? Sleep is hyper important for us. It isn't even a negotiable, if you ask me. If you're out here trying to lose weight and your sleep sucks, you're not going to be able to lose weight. I've seen it far too many times from you. I've seen the correlation between how much weight you're trying to lose and how quickly you fall off. And how much sleep you refuse to get. And I do mean refuse. Because it's our ego that kind of prevents us from making the moves we need to make to get more sleep. Your decision to stay in this sleepless insomniac type of lifestyle. This vampiric mode where you're over here in traffic. Nodding off at the wheel. Having to swerve back into your lane. Because your brain will get the sleep. By hook or by crook. Our inability to make that adjustment, that's that ego trip right there. And we got to make sure that that isn't a way that we identify ourselves. Maybe as somebody that's proud to only get two, three hours of sleep. I know I've met people, I met some of you guys that are real proud about getting five hours of sleep a night. And I don't know why you're proud of that. It is not beneficial. It's 
as proud as owning your own like smoker's jacket or something like that or being really proud that you're able to rebuild your carburetor why are you still driving cars with carburetors it's really kind of a moot point at the end of the day for my money so let's break it all the way down how do we get there how do we arrive at being better sleepers or maybe we're supposed to sleep in let's break it down A growing trend across the world of productivity, we're talking about the world of entrepreneurship or CEOs or just out here optimizing and get, get, getting it, is those of us who believe that it's important to rise all the way up out of bed before the sun goes up. And right there is my first kind of concern for those of you. You might remember my client, Bonnie, that I talk about on. On occasion, on Ego Killer Motivation, I talk about Bonnie because Bonnie was a really inspirational woman. She was a principal, and Bonnie had the worst sleep pattern I've ever heard of in my entire life. I would listen to her sleep pattern. This is a woman who would get excited when she had like seven and a half hours of sleep. Literally, it's like a vacation for her. And I would always be impressed that she wasn't just flat on her ass by the end of the day. Instead, she was in here joking around, real jovial, hanging out, bringing up the vibe of the room in the gym every time out. Now, sometimes she would struggle a little bit on that struggle bus trying to keep her eyes open the whole day. Maybe it was a long day. Maybe we had a little bit of rough meetings going along there. You had to bump up against the superintendent or whatever it was, maybe you guys have been in this position where the sleep is going to take over your life. But this was one woman who she didn't need like eight hours. I mentioned it before. You're not Bonnie, my friends. You guys are dope. I've met hundreds of you, thousands in the years, 21 years in fitness and strength training. And I've met one, one Bonnie who was able to take on as much responsibility as she was, work out as consistently over the years as she has, and still really basically be able to put on that face and say, yeah, I'm cool, and I only got five and a half hours of sleep for the sixth time this week. Nobody else is able to do that. And as I even sit here right now, I wonder what else. Like, I'm wondering what Bonnie like, probably like lost her car keys in the microwave one night, right? One day she's like, oh, you know, where's my left well, left shoe? And she looks on her hand and it's there or something. The quirks that happen when our brain's trying to make up for that. Because why? All right. And this is one of the first things we're going to get into is that circadian rhythm. All right. That's that circadian rhythm. It is important to understand what that is, how that manifests itself inside of our daily Life. All right. So we know this. Humans, we like to be up when the sun's up. Makes the most sense, right? You can see. I can see who's driving next to me. I can see if they're someone reliable. If I need to cross the street, I can make eye contact with that person because the sun's out. I can see your face. I can see if I'm in the supermarket and someone's about to run out of the front door with a bunch of, you know, goods and the security is going to mistake me for the crook out here thiefing. Right? 
because it's bright out. If I need to go ahead and make moves on a project, I'm a builder. I'm assisting a builder. It's better when the sun is out or at least it's light out. And so our circadian rhythms naturally are make moves, make tracks, make distance when the sun's out. All right. And you know me, I like to break down things as traditionally and as nascent as possible. Like not only do I like to think of life without having cell phones necessarily, but I'm thinking, what if we just didn't have cars? Like, let's start from there. That's human instinct at play. And what we know is, yo, when it's dark, we sleep. Now, the big difference comes is how dark, how light, what's appropriate. And I look at some of you guys waking up at the butt crack of dawn, and I think, no, that's too damn early. You're not a green beret. Stop trying to be Goggins for Halloween. Stay your ass in bed until you absolutely have to. This comes for me from a very painful set of experiences. And what I mean is a lot of learning had to be done for me to get my circadian rhythm is really challenged. And I had to figure out that what we all need to do, and here's your key takeaway, is to function as best you can within the natural circadian rhythm of your body, all right? There is psychology at play. There's mental health and physical health. There's hunger at play. So let me know. How many of you guys in the comments think you're Leonardo da Vinci, right? Everybody was, the whole rumor with, with old Leo was that he could get like four hours of sleep a night and then invent the helicopter in, you know, 1471. And it's like, you know, no way. Just no way. And of course, he doesn't have to punch in and punch out of a job. So he could afford to sleep four hours a night because he could sleep another six hours during the day. Conventionally, in our society, that's not an option. You could go ahead and take that nap, but then you get clowned on. If you're like me and you take pride in taking a nap and you know just how just damn right, like almost like euphoric a midday nap can be, you don't care. (laughs) Yeah, I took a nap. And it was glorious. Why are you such a hater? (laughs) Is your entire life about hating? Because you're missing out on this nap time. So it's all about that circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythms dictate when we are most alert, when we are most likely to feel sleepy. And peak performance for most occurs in late morning, dips in the afternoon, and then rises again in the late evening. No surprise, but when? How early? When are you going to get your workout? Are you also, if you're, if you guys think you're Leonardo da Vinci in the comments and you tell me what time do you work out late at night, early in the morning, or what is it? All right. I recently had a friend who's a fighter tell me if you're going to get in your road work, it's got to be when everybody else is sleeping. So it's got to be early in the morning or late at night. And the irony about that is it's absolutely the most convenient, inconvenient time ever because you can always get your run in after you're done with all your personal stuff, your work and all the emails and, you know, spilling tea or whatever. You always get in your work, your run after all that, or you could wake up earlier and get that done earlier. What I want to touch on is those of us who, if you're an early riser, I'm going to go ahead and say, If you can avoid, okay, here's where I come down. 
the workouts are it's better to work out in the morning for most of us again because what i just quoted which was productivity is highest in mid morning right there so you your brain is the most mossy 10:30 a.m. and if you work out right around that time or you're trying to get that in before then so that your physical body is kind of settled into its normal metabolism for the day and yeah there's an eating component around that time you're going to feel great you're just going to be all finger gunning everyone you're going to be over here making the best of intentions for yourself and your day. And man, there's just so much I want to say about our circadian rhythm. So the problem is though, okay? So if you guys are like that, the best time is your workout in the morning. You work out late at night. I find that generally your mind is just tired. You had a lot of challenges. You had that email and someone came in and asked you if you got the text they sent you. And someone else told you about some deadline. You heard about a party that's going down and you can't wait to get to it, but it's two weeks away. All of these things start to lean on you and your energy starts to dip. And by the end of the day, you're dog tired. But physically, you've been eating all day. You've been snacking, drinking, hopefully, and not binging. So physically, you're primed to get that in by the end of the day. So what often happens, and I see it all the time from you guys, is your mind is gassed. Your mind's been doing gassers. Your mind's been doing like CrossFit burpees all day. Touch the ground, lift your palms up, palms down, hands up, or whatever. And your body, your body is like a, you know, eight-month-year-old puppy that just sees kibble for the first time, just just ready, just ready for it. And so that workout at the end becomes just, oh my God, you're just bouncing off the walls. And that's that, that's that high energy. That's that empty the gas tank. Let's make the body feel like the mind does. I notice you guys have the most amount of motivation because you're trying to make up for that mind gap where your mind is super tired, but your body isn't. So you have all this energy. You don't even need your brain anymore. Your brain, peace out, right? You're like Homer Simpson when Flanders was telling him about the apple cider. <laughs> and then Homer Simpson's brain just, all right, I guess you won't be needing me. I'll see you later. Do-do-do. And then Homer just falls out and collapses. That's how you guys want to feel by the end of the night. So you push yourself through the mind gap. The gap of the mind is on empty. The body is on 10. So now you have total dedication physically to your workout. All right. The mind gap. Circadian misalignment, my friends. That's the difference. When you're trying to be an, a night owl, right? You're trying to be a night owl, but you're really an early bird. You ever hang out with someone who throughout your whole life, even in your 20s, they couldn't hang? Like it became 11 and they were like getting nervous because, you know, the moon was climbing higher in the sky. You're out here partying, right? You're pouring up maybe or you're telling stories and they're like checking their clock every time or they're making the noises at like 11. That's an early riser. (laughs) They're just trying to match their circadian rhythm and their circadian or their social jet lag or their circadian misalignment is on 10. 
We need to readjust that for mood regulation and for stress and resilience. All right. Look, I speak from experience on some of this stuff. When I talk about handling of stress, when I talk about that mood, when I talk about that horrible sleep firsthand, I've learned it the hard way, having to start my own business on my own, having to handle everything, things I don't know, handling rent, talking to landlords, making negotiations, getting in clients, making sure that parking lot's cool, the street is cool, putting up signs, and the list goes on. Lucky my space at the time isn't like huge. It's manageable. But what happens is you lose sleep. For me, my sleep started to peter off. More responsibility I took on until I had a fight. I had a fight coming up. I had one of my friends training me for it. And I decided to stop smoking cigarettes completely. That's the last time I've bought a pack of cigarettes for myself. This is over six years ago. And what happened is I was so amped up practicing, running, practicing, running, mixing, not smoking, waking up early for my own job and my clients and my gym. And my sleep cycle just said, I'm a dip. You got this body. I'm done. I'm on strike. Why? Because I am a late night activator. My mind wakes up around 9.30. And I'm just going to put that out there because if you see me out here at 8, it's because I had enough coffee to now attempt, now attempt to hand crank the pistons of my brain to catch up with the sun being out at all and let that sun stay down until 7.30, right? In those winter months, let that sun come out late and see how much coffee I might need in the morning. Now, what happens is we take that coffee a little too far. We end up drinking like three or four of those beasts. No, no, no. That's never me. I try not to do that. I'm not I'm not a caffeine like fiend necessarily. I just love the taste of coffee and it helps me wake up early. It helps me attempt to wake up earlier. But guess what? If you've ever trained with me and I used to train constantly at 5, 6, 7 a.m. I used to make a lot of money before the sun was even up. I'd have my first break of the day and have already made close to $200, right? Regularly for many years of my life, I am not a morning person. I'm all right with that. But it took that path to realize it. All right. You guys need to realize what your circadian rhythm does. All right. So there's some solutions. We can get rid of those blue lights at night. This is one that I noticed myself. I was became so sensitive and it was really affecting my mood over the years. I noticed that I would average six hours of sleep a night. Average easily. If I got eight hours, it was like Christmas. There were days where I would be proud to have six and a half. Okay, over time. What we can talk about is severe misalignment for me. Not possible for me to take away all that money that I was making, all those opportunities I was getting early in the morning and exchange them for late night. So I had to make that switch. But I noticed one of the things was I could shut down my phone a little bit sooner. I actually had a complete night of sleep. Eating in the morning was not good. So the earlier I woke up, I said, I can't eat right when I wake up because if I'm eating lunch, and it's 10 a.m., we have a problem. 
My body is already starting to wake up from, you know, the physical. The body's waking up. The mind is just ramping up or has already taken its first decline. And here I am eating like a sandwich at 10 a.m., some chicken wings. And I'm like, okay, now when do I work out for myself? It throws my entire cognitive flow off. You guys need to be constant with your sleep schedule. At very least, I say go to bed at the same time. If you got to wake up at staggered times, hey, such is life. But go to bed at the same 45-minute window every night. Go to bed at the same time. This is something I had to adopt myself. And when I wasn't doing it, oh, it was, it was rough. Talking about the hip, the shoulder constantly hurting. Trying hard to quit smoking for years, but never successful until that fight. Failing to take opportunities at their face value because the first thing on your mind is basically, I need to take care of my physical body, but I can't because I'm too tired. That takes over your life. And this is big for me that I noticed over those years was light exposure. So I have this belief that if you're someone that goes to bed really late and it's dark, how dark? I don't know. Like the rods and cones in your eyes know like how dark it is for real, right? But how dark? That's up to your body. Just if it's dark and then you wake up and it's still dark, I am a firm believer that you need to go outside and look at the sun and be outside for a little bit to let your body know, hey, it's morning now. I noticed a huge difference when I was inside the gym at 5 a.m., 5.30, going to my first break at like 7.15 and the sun's barely, barely out. Sometimes it would still be kind of dark out here in California in those months and it's still basically dark out. Or if I would get someone would cancel and it's 6.45 and it's still dark out. I did a whole bunch of stuff when it was dark. I did more stuff and it's still dark. And now I'm going to try to sleep when it's light. Take a nap when it's light. Mm-mm. <laughs> the body's like, what are you doing? <laughs> right? It's like, what are you doing? It's watching one of your very good friends spiral out of control behind some type of drinking or gambling habit and they make worse and worse decisions not to because they want to stop but because they can't and so they're just reinforcing it it's like oh i lost all of my rent money so i'm gonna go get a personal loan right now go back to the roulette table it's like that's your body right oh now it's time to power down oh wait it's 11 30 a.m when Everybody else is now getting real mossy, <laughs> you know, producing, making moves, doing commerce, right? Moving through the world through transactions like Baby Boy the movie. And here you are trying to take a nap. It leans on you a little bit. What can we do about it? Let's talk about it. Thank God it's Monday because it gives us a chance to jump into this thing. And I want, speaking of jumping in, you guys to take full advantage of the Nutrition Jumpstart on CoachJohanCSCS.com. Download that PDF, flip through it, and then learn at least a little something new about nutrition that you didn't have any clue before because there is so much content about your eating and nutrition right there. Talking about hunger assessing or how to assess 
protein supplements. Quickly reading the back of the label, the need for creatine, how to do a proper intermittent fast, and so much more in like 50 pages. So go ahead and download that on CoachJohanCSCS.com as we finish up our TGIM, making sure that that myth of waking up and yes, early is totally beneficial. Yes, I think that is just a myth because the truth is you're supposed to listen to circadian rhythm. That's what we want right there. Avoid that social jet lag. All right. Handling stress becomes a lot easier and a lot better. Our rhythms get disrupted, our stress system, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, the HPA axis, all right? These three things, these three hormones start to get messed up, and we start to feel depressed. We start to feel overly anxious, right? Studies have shown that we start to feel that we can't really focus in or zone in on the expressions of others when we're really, really tired and You know how humans are. When we don't focus on the expressions of others, we take it as a threat. And so what happens if you go around really, really tired all the time, exhausted all the time, is you're not really absorbing any of those vibes. You're ready to fight all the time, right? And that's not really cool for you or for anyone else for that matter. Chances are you you can't fight. But if you can, that's not good to be picking, picking fights with people who want you to, you know, put the gas pump back in and leave. You're standing there chewing gum or something. All right. Couple numbers. There's a meta-analysis. We love those. It says higher risk for depression and anxiety increasing up to 25% with populations with irregular sleep. Drivers who have circadian misalignment have delayed reaction times comparable to 0.05 to 0.08 legal limit. Of alcohol. That's the same thing as if you had a couple of beers, right? If you don't have that good, if you have that cognitive, uh, excuse me, circadian misalignment, where you're supposed to be a night owl trying to be an early bird all the time without regulating. What we can do, what we can do, I told you, put down your phone, put that damn thing away, please. The earlier, the better, especially if you want some sleep. Making sure that seven hours is my golden number. What you aiming for, go to bed at the same time every night. Schedule your time. If you f- mess up on your sleep, get your nap in. Getting your nap is important. Then brag to people. Tell them you took a nap. Be like, I'm a grown adult. I napped like a baby. You, you don't get to laugh because now I'm more productive than you are. I slept through the afternoon slump. I'm about it. Make sure that you guys can... Mess around with the 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 nighttime sleep aid. It's diphenyldramine, diphenyldramine or whatever it's called, and melatonin is something that people are messing with now these days. You can go ahead and do that. I feel that if you take melatonin early enough, it does have an effect. I've taken it late in the night and it has zero effect. Take it early enough to give yourself the best chance. If you have a broken sleep cycle, it's said to help you out. Don't play about this sleep anymore. Do not. This is the most important vitamin you're ever going to take in your life is that vitamin S. And missing out on that vitamin S is as bad as not taking your vitamin ADEK, A-D-E-K-B-C, right? Because 
it is a non-negotiable for me. You're trying to build muscle without your sleep. You're missing the pale or whatever the, the, the term is. You're, 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 missing the, you're missing the whole point. Adjust your steez. We're messing up with our memory, our productivity, and the list goes on and on. So let me ask you guys, my friends, is this a myth or a reality? Many people are going to go ahead and swear waking up early enough is the business. The business because you get the jump on everybody else. If you're a content creator or maybe you're somebody that works bi-coastally, remotely, people in New York are up. I think Steve Harvey said something pseudo-ridiculous and it's about sleeping less because on the East, they're over there ahead of us on the West Coast, right? And so you shouldn't even be worried about sleep. Well, you know, if your productivity sucks, it doesn't matter how little sleep you adopt to keep up with them. They're going to blow you out the water in that bed sty in that Charlotte, in that Newport News on the East Coast. If you're up here in Phoenix off of four hours of sleep trying to do that Leonardo da Vinci, you're going to be slipping. Don't do it, my friends. Get your sleep. How much? I'll go ahead and say 6.45 to 8. That's the sweet spot. Go more towards that 7.30. Seven hours a day, 30 minutes. I'm comfortable with you for that. I noticed that you guys thrive on that. You're not slipping. You're not forgetting your, to, you know, your wow. Someone just paid me in cash, but I don't know where the cash is. I forget how to do, I forget what type of, if this shirt is clean or dirty. I don't know. That's the sweet spot. We think about consistency. That's some of the things that we need to do, right? Is it a myth? Well, I personally, I don't think it's a myth. I think there's something to be said about waking up really, really early. When I have to do it, and I'm actually active, and it ain't that early. It's probably like 6.37, and I'm able to go ahead and jump on the computer and start knocking out some you know, to-dos or tasks. Maybe I can get a workout in at like 8, which is early for me nowadays, and train. It feels great. feels great. feels great because, again, if you're like moving, the jet engine is revving around 1030. All you did was make it so that you're burning more mind fuel around 1030. You're on hit. You're already going, right? At the beginning of the day, you're setting yourself up. So to that end, I say, yeah, it isn't a myth. Get up as early as you can if you're going to go ahead and hit that workout. You know how to stagger your meals so that you eat a little bit later. Do the thing. Make sure that you're attentive to your routine. Routines are the hyper-important cornerstone of all this stuff. And if your routine is crappy, you ain't winning. On the other hand, you're someone that stays up real, real late. Do not even sit there and try to act like you should be up before everybody else. Listen to your circadians. Don't misalign with that. Feel no shame in taking that nap. If you need it, especially if you're hitting that mental grind around 10, 11, nothing wrong with that. Don't let anyone check your steez. All right, my friends, I'm going to wrap it up right there. Coach CoachYohanCSCS.com. Jumpstart yourself. Let me know how it goes. Until the next one, where we're going to talk even more about setting routines, 
stay all the way up.